So you know that phenomenon in dykedom where you go on a first date and come to find out that her best friend's ex is your ex's new girlfriend or something like that. Or you're at the dyke marsh and see everyone you've ever slept with. Or your mom is like, hey, you're a lesbian. You must know my coworker's lesbian daughter. And you're like, mom, no. But then you do. I'm friends with her on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. And so what I'm getting at is it's a very small world when you're a dyke. And if it feels that way in a place like New York City, I can't even imagine what it's like in other locales. Um, and this feels like a uniquely dyke phenomenon. I've talked to like gay male friends of mine, and I don't think it's as as, as prevalent with them. And I don't, I don't know what it is. And uh, one might say you could put all these relationships on some kind of chart. One <laughs> might explore that idea. I don't know her who would do that and like make a television show around it. Um, but yeah, so that phenomenon. Whatever you want to call it, like the one degree of separation in dykes. I think that's fair to say. It's almost like being from Rhode Island. I'm from Rhode Island, which is obviously, for those of you who don't know, well, first of all, not an island. But that's not the point I'm trying to make. And not just a road. Not just a road. It is the smallest state, however. So whenever I'm in New York and I meet somebody from Rhode Island or somebody who has some affiliation with Rhode Island, I always assume, and it is then proven to be true, that we know one person in common if we haven't like met before in the course of our lives and have forgotten it. And being a lesbian is kind of like being from Rhode Island in that regard, <laughs> where if you meet another lesbian, even if it's in a very like metropolitan, the mel- the quintessential melting pot type of a place like New York, not only can you readily assume, but I think it's safe to say it will eventually be proven to you that there is one degree of separation between that person and somebody you've dated or somebody who has at least been in your life or with whom you have crossed paths. So this episode, in this episode, we are going to explore exactly that phenomenon. Call it what you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, I, so on this topic, I have an ex who like, Named the topic. Oh, can you just say kinda. the name? Yeah, yeah. I'm going I was to. dancing around. It. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's funny because like it's all about like the connections, and so the fact that I'm like, well, my ex and her dyke friends, like my ex and her ex, who's now her wife, you know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it, like yeah. actually, exactly. Yeah. I was I I was talking to her about this, how it's just like you just like see these like same dykes everywhere, and she was like, oh yeah, me yeah, me and like my friends talk about it. So they have a concept for it. They called it same fifty dykes, where like you're at Pride or you're at like some like like queer party and it's just like this it's like this this recycled group of lesbians over and over and over again and no matter what it's the same 50 dykes like every year everywhere you go it's the same 50 dykes and that's it like it's like same same 50 and so that was their phenomenon and i thought that was hilarious and and so true and then like i share that like oh my god, have you guys ever heard of this, like, with Leah and, like, my friends? And they're like, yes, that's so true. And it's funny because, like, even the name of the phenomenon (laughs) gets, like, 
passed around yes like through that very phenomenon if i saw somebody like create an instagram account that was like same 50 dykes without and they probably wouldn't have known where it had come from but like you would know the exact it's like knowing the origin of a meme almost and yeah. i gotta cite one example you know how nikki coined the term when he was like interviewed during fashion week it's called Fashion Look It Up. Oh, yeah. When I somebody saw that asked clip. him about that, like, dude wearing, like, a watermelon on his head. It was, like, a viral clip on, yeah. like, what, like, some late night show or yeah, something? Yeah, like, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or something. Yeah. And then that just, <laughs> that, like, his line became so heavily syndicated and made it into, like, memes and whatever the fuck that he yeah. had no idea about. I like, will, like, come across them and just, like, geek out when we do, because, like, celebrities say it and shit. It really took hold. But I feel like same 50 Dykes is a concept like that. I like, had guys of mine, like guys of mine, guy friends of mine, be of like, mine. it's called fashion. And I'm like, I know the guy that started that. Yeah, and you sound like crazy for saying it, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, no. Yeah, and so I don't know. I guess I may, maybe gay men, I don't know, not necessarily, because it's, it's different with lesbians because I think it's more like relationships. Yeah, it's relationships, and maybe you're inclined to remember them in a certain way or even maybe not i feel like and we also, have like a small community you know I, I just think there are maybe fewer gay women than gay men and also i feel like there is also something like it almost ecstatic about being a lesbian like many if not all of the lesbians i know are like obsessed with the fact that they're lesbians and obsessed <laughs> with other lesbians so it just makes sense that like something that is proving to you over and over again how like deeply interconnected we all are. Yeah. And I think it's also a matter of like the reason we're obsessed with same 50 ducks. It's like degrees of separation are interesting and learning how um, what we're all related is like an always fascinating concept, but it helps to foster this kind of like visibility and identification that I think can sometimes really be missing yeah. from like a queer community or like that particular subset of the queer community. It's absolutely one of those things. I feel like the phenomenon as itself like has many like good points and bad points. <laughs> like very like many like sometimes I'm like, "Oh man, I love this." Like it's totally. so great. And other times I'm like, "Oh God, like why? why I can't go God? fucking anywhere in this town. Yeah, I yeah. can't go to one of the three dyke bars I like in this yeah. whole city without I, running into someone. I, I have know. like had to take breaks from like each of them because I'm like, ah, oh, I can't go there now. Everyone yeah, you back. did. Like, well, you had some ex- <laughs> talk about like experience. Uh huh. Indeed, indeed. Uh, it, it's just so it's funny how that works because like on the one hand I love it, and then on the other hand I totally fucking yeah, hate it. Yeah, absolutely. And like it's just like when you said like. You know, a lot of, like, lesbians being, like, really into the fact that they're lesbians. Maybe I'm just like, speaking for myself. No, I, I love that because it, it, it reminded me of something, like, when I meet someone or maybe, like, see someone on Tinder or something <laughs> and they're like, you know, I'm gay, but that's not all I, you know, like, it, it's not, it doesn't really mean anything. That's not all I'm, I'm like wrong with you i'm like i love 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 me too <laughs> like, i'm like hella gay, gay. yeah it's like, like yes there's way more to our identities <laughs> like, being than being gay but it is the foot i yeah, lead off with if, if you are podcast listeners have it noticed we kind of enjoy talking about being gay which We're is why gay we made this podcast fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway so like we thought it would be fun <laughs> to like explore some of these examples and maybe some of you listening 
I'm sure. I'm very You're sure. You're nodding your heads along in unison. You know exactly what we're talking There's a song about it or like a song lyric about it. Like, Oh, really? Something about your ex-girlfriend being my ex-girlfriend. Maybe they're talking about straight people, but I always thought it was very, <laughs> like, lesbian-centric. Or maybe it's a Tegan and Sarah song. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... Like, what, what, one thing, you know, Tinder definitely, like, is, is an arena to have <laughs> these interactions, for sure. Uh, like, I have been out on a Tinder date... And been like chatting and like learning about the person I'm on a date with, and I cu- came to find out that like, like in one particular instance that like this this person I was out with, she like was friends with like a couple of my friends, our our friends, and it was just like, oh, oh. yeah, <laughs> exactly, you know? and then like, and again, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, cool, we have that in common, but then it's also like, oh, like does this complicate things in some weird way. I mean, it doesn't because we only went on one date. Yeah, but. but it does, like, add an additional layer to things. And I think it's always interesting to meet somebody who's completely outside of your social circle. And certainly, those types of people exist. But I think, I mean... See, I both love that and I hate it. Like, when it happens to me and I'm like, I'll meet someone and be like, they're so cool and, like, we have so much in common... It's almost strange to me. I'm like, how have we not come across each other? But not only that, like, how do you, how do you not know any of my like? How do our friends not know each other at all? Yeah. Like, I, like it's always like it's like somewhat suspicious. Or maybe but, it's just the case that you haven't even gotten to that place where you realize it, and it's sort of like you know, if you have a little bit more time to explore that person's history, you'll be like, oh my god, like there's this point of connection. This. The most recent person I dated's best friend or like one of her best friends had dated one of our best friends for a really long time. Like that's... Which was such an... Ins- and, and there was, you know, I mean, so much more there than... Yeah, a lot to We're unpack. not going yeah, to Yeah, a lot to unpack there because, right now. because now we're like, oh shit, how many people that are friends with... People, you know, people that we don't even know yeah. that we're talking about because we don't. <laughs> but I think it's fair to say you can learn a lot more about a person and something that like it's sort of like a shortcut almost to getting to know a person in some regard yes. when you know somebody who they're really good friends with and then you know that person they're really good friends with in a different context. You're like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. Yes. Sometimes, absolutely, absolutely, like. It's funny, like, I hadn't even thought about this until you opened your mouth. Like, this just popped in my head, this memory where um, I was out with um, my, she's my ex now. We weren't dating then. It was right before we started dating. Mm -hmm. And um, we were at a bar out as friends, in quotes, of course, you know. And um, (laughs) I know. And it was, it was right around Halloween that year. And I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was sometime, it was like. An October night, and we met for a quick drink before we each went on our way. Like, she just kind of messaged me, texted me out of the blue, and was like, hey, like, I'm in your neighborhood. Do you want to meet for a drink, like, one drink? And I was like, yeah, because, like, I had somewhere to be, and then we were out together. She had somewhere to be. And when we were out together, I was like, so what are you doing tonight? Like, where where do you have to be? Mm -hmm. And she said she was, like, going to some, like, it's like a, a goth dyke dance party or something no I think 
I either you or your friends that I'm friends with were at that party. I, I came was to like, find yeah, out later why does that on. sound so familiar yeah. and appealing? Because to me? when I thank you for letting me know that, and that I was that, indeed that was there. why that came. That was why that like that like I was like oh I remember that because I re- I don't know I think it was like Courtney and Kate. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, girls. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember like finding it. Like I think like some, maybe, maybe I was talking to like Kate at some point, and she like mentioned some like goth dyke party she went to once, and I was like wait, I was like wait. Once, once yeah, yeah, yeah right. I'm sure but it, you know it was like I don't know I don't remember how it came I was like oh was that in like October of 2012 you oh know? my god like, that's so yeah, funny and it was and it was like oh like my girlfriend who was my girlfriend when I found this out I was like oh like she was there she was there that but night but she wasn't your girlfriend at the time no it was like right before she and I started dating oh my it's god so funny. imagine like, if like one of us made out with her exactly, or something that's exactly what I was it's thinking it's very I was, like, real I was like did you guys talk you know like that didn't See, happen there are but... instances that have happened that we don't even know about I think like we've tried to map yeah. some of them out here and there yeah but like the... these fingers <laughs> run deep <laughs> okay <laughs> some Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I was, uh-huh. I was thinking about lakes and geography, mm-hmm. and you know, those were the words in my okay. vocabulary. So. <laughs> well, oh, the, the person that we had talked about, that we're just going to keep her anonymity and call her Gabby Duvall. Okay. Um, but I think, you know, you, you, could t- you could speak to that. Okay, like, so Gabby DeVoe was this person that I had matched with, I think on OkCupid when I first moved to New York. And she was sort of like, I was still living on the Upper West Side. I was in my transition of moving to Brooklyn. It was like my second year in New I York. I didn't know you lived on the Upper oh, West Side. Oh, for the Side. first year? Who were you? For the first year? I was what like was a graduate student. It was 23, oh, okay. right. you know? And All I was right. just like... Somebody from Rhode Island lived there, and she had a room available in her apartment, so I lived with her. And because <laughs> everyone from Rhode Island knows each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. So they're See, like, here, let me hook here's you where up. these stories are dovetailing. <laughs> yeah, so they had like built this like clapboard and cardboard fucking room out of the living room. It did not have a window. I lofted my bed. I was in a relationship at the time. Well, at this point, I had broken up, but like, you know, having sex in a lofted bed on the Upper West Side. I was paying like $750 a month Live in for the, dream. the room. Live in the dream. I had like my desk underneath the Cue bed because I was in writing school. That New York song yeah, in the background. That New York song was extremely popular <laughs> when I first moved to New York. You could like, it was that blasting down the street dreams where are dreams made are made of. of. Um, anyway, shit, what was it? Oh, okay. So I'm like getting ready to move from the Upper West Side to Brooklyn. And I'm on OkCupid, and I match with Gabby DeVoe, and she, like, represents everything, like, I think Brooklyn to be. It's like, I was, like, heavily, in a heavily romantic period of my life, and romanticizing fucking everything, like, much to my (laughs) detriment. Um, So, like, she had tattoos and, like, geographic shirts and, like, you know... Wait, what's a geographic shirt? Is shirts it, like, a with, shirt like, a geometric Excuse me, folks. Like, it's late on a Saturday night. like, a shirt with, like, a finely drawn <laughs> a map. map on she it. She probably And I was like, that's too. cute. Where can I buy one of them? <laughs> Google geographic shirts. <laughs> like, a topographical <laughs> shirt. <laughs> no, it had, like, you know, all these fucking angles on them. <laughs> And so did her tattoos. All these fucking countries. Yeah, all these countries, all these angles. Anyway, I matched with her and like we went on a date to that, um, crap, I'm forgetting the name. It's like this 
Roebling Tea Room in oh, Williamsburg. Yeah. Roebling, Roebling. Roebling, yeah, I've been there. Um, And I was like in a real phase and was trying to like be classy and thin. And I got this fish and I just, it was like extremely <laughs> bony. And I like couldn't say three words without like tr- like oh, reaching I, I in my mouth to pull there. out a little bone. Yeah. Another I mean, we don't mean to like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't mean to slander Here's the Roebling Tea Room. I mean, I, I had a care. problem with that. Fish. Does it still exist? Probably wasn't the best thing to get on a date, but like I didn't fucking know. I thought I was being cool by like suggesting this like cool place. Um, I just Googled, like, restaurant in Williamsburg, and it was the first thing that came up. Anyway, she was, like, Gabby DeVoe was, like, an extremely diluted version of, like, the self that she presented on the internet. And to me, it was just kind of, like, a lackluster date and, like, blah. And she wasn't as cool as she looked. And it was, like, right when Instagram filters were becoming a thing. And I think a lot (laughs) of people were getting, like, lured into these kinds of situations Unlike perhaps um, false pretenses, whatever. So I went on a date with Gabby DeVoe and then I meet my Brooklyn friend family who like I very quickly fall in love with. And there are so many same 50 Dyke situations they're in, but this is the one I'm going to focus on right now. It soon comes to pass amongst myself and like some other Dykes in the group that they had also had a Gabby DeVoe experience and also got gone on like similarly lackluster dates with Gabby DeVoe. So it was just, I think that was like my first real instance of like, oh my God, I thought I was moving to such like a giant city and it is, but also this circle is so small and like this is just like, it was, you know, surprising to me at the time. So anyway, yada, 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 me and this like other dyke are going to the park one day. We're at Prospect Park. We decided to be cute and, uh, (laughs) heighten your senses, heighten our senses. Yeah, exactly. So our senses were very heightened that day. And we're talking particularly about this Gabby DeVoe connection and how We would also, like, go to the woods and go to, like, Night of Joy and all of these queer parties, and Gabby DeVoe was just everywhere. Wednesday at Metro? Wednesday at Metro, yes. Ladies' Night at Metro. Back in the day. Rest in peace. Back in the day. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. When we could stay out on a Wednesday night and, like, still go to work the next morning. You know? Oh, we were so wide-eyed. those were the days. Those were the days. (laughs) But, um... So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the park. We're geeking out over the fact that Gabby DeVoe is everywhere. Turn our heads. And who is walking onto the field with these two, like, very kind of Tegan and Sarah looking like lesbians? <laughs> it was like her gang, you know? But Gabby fucking DeVoe wheeling her goddamn bike onto, like, the Prospect Park lawn That's at 1 p.m. on I've a summer Saturday. Heard in my life. I know. So then time goes on, and I become really good friends with my friend. I will call her B because I'm looking at the microphone. It says blue right now. Um, and she starts dating a girl whose best friend is Gabby DeVoe. <laughs> and they called her Emergency DeVoe because apparently she always had an emergency or there was always some crisis at hand. Really? To which they had to attend. So then Jill and I were sort of making notes for this episode and I mentioned Gabby DeVoe and Jill said And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Gabby DeVoe? And I was and so I uh have also connected with Gabby DeVoe. Uh I was living in New Jersey and I was on OK Cupid and we we connected and we were like 
messaging and emailing back and forth for like a good month, a which good I would never do now. I'd like, I'm like, no, let's go on a date. Like, like a week of messaging is more than enough. Yeah, I like want someone literally. Like, I, I'll pine for you in due time. Yeah, but I was living in New Jersey, so I was like, oh my god, like an attractive woman in Brooklyn, like is like See? going out of her way to like. Get to know With me via geographic email. shirts. Yeah, I know. It's like she must have a map of Jersey on one of those geographic shirts. Clearly, um, so like we made a date finally, and uh, I like we had like we had plan. We're gonna go to this coffee shop, and then it was like pouring, pouring rain, really bad. And she bailed, and I was kind of glad because I was like, I don't want to go out today. I was yeah. like, I just want to, I just want to go home to New Jersey. <laughs> and uh, so that was it, and we never met up. And uh, now hearing that Gabby DeVoe apparently was like a bit of a train wreck personality, and also <laughs> not as hot in her pictures. Yeah, like I'm, that's I, like, like the you know, I mean, you know, she, she wasn't a she, train wreck personality. She was just like. Bland and, and like unimpressive. Emergency, like that. Oh yeah, I think she like, evolved into a train wreck. Like, yeah, that's true. Like you know, all, all these <laughs> years she was the one who got away. I'm glad I can put that. To, I'm kidding. No, you but, can yeah. definitely but check I can that definitely box. Definitely put that to rest. Yeah, um, but Gabby DeVoe was well. No, she wasn't like the first real person I dated in Brooklyn. But she just reminds me of being young and having like these weird expectations, and now of like weird expectations of like what my experiences were going to be as like a young gay person in New York and like the reality of them which is far much more lackluster but like when I try and play it back in my head now it's just like kind of tainted by the cinematography of girls so it just looks like a fucking girls episode which is like oh god you know too bad so bad And like, I, like it's funny because a lot, a lot of these experiences do happen because of like, you know, apps or whatever. Because it's like we're all on the same, <laughs> we're all on the same, we're all on the same apps. And like, you know, like I'll go on and Tinder. Thing, the people who aren't married are like still the people who yeah, aren't married. You know, exactly. It's it's funny. Like I I I've been single for I don't know three and a half years now, almost four years, and um. And I, I kind of, like, do on and off again periods with, like, the apps, mostly yeah. Tinder. And you just kind of see, like, the same 50 dykes yeah. over and but over But they're seeing again. us and being like, oh, this dyke Her again. again. Yeah. But, but the funny, like, are they? Because, like, I'll get, like, the same matches. And it's just Me like, too. and it's like, are we gonna fucking do this? Like, are we not? Like, I actually had, like, had a girl, like, not say that to me, but, like, someone I matched with. Like, more than once, I think, on, like, more than one platform. Yeah. Like, reached out to me and was like, hey, I feel like we've matched with each other a few times and, like, we, like, just haven't, like, done anything. Like, like let's let's rectify this or whatever. Let's do this, girl. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I think I actually said, like, yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah. let's do this. And so we messaged, like, back and forth for, like, I don't know, a week or so, a few days. And I was just, not yeah, not even a week, like, a few days. And I was like, all right should like whatever just person out and like I didn't hear from her and then so like I talked to Leah about this last night and I was like this like is so weird where like you just mess like match with these people and like never go out with them so I was like whatever I'm gonna ask her out and I did <laughs> I didn't have not heard anything back and it's just like 
Okay, maybe we can stop messaging with each yeah, other. Yeah, maybe you can stop messaging with each other. I'm sure but you're like, going to like run into her other. somewhere probably in oh, your life. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. inevitable. Can we talk about what just happened the Tinder date that you just went on? Oh, yeah. This is actually a funny story. Okay, and, let's throw it on the table. And, and the Tinder date herself, I told her, I was like, this is the topic of our next episode yeah, it's on our date. I mean, I'm not going to like compromise her anonymity, but like. I went on this Tinder date. Um, Marilyn from the web. <laughs> yes. Good old Marilyn from the web. Uh, <laughs> you know, all, all fake names, all fake names. Hold on one moment, folks. Ah, yes. Anyway, this, you know, this requires that. Um, so I went on this date the other night and uh, we're chatting and somehow it came out through the conversation that she has also matched with Leah and it was in the course of discussing this podcast quite quite the meta moment mm. right exactly where it's just like whoa like you're talking about podcasts with me and you were talking about podcasts with my friend who I do this podcast with it's just, it, it's very, like, I don't know, Inception-y, Dykeception. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe there's a grander design to all of this. And, like... Is there? Well, I don't know. If our... Is there some, like, weird algorithm connecting me and you on Tinder? Oh, Because you yeah, run yeah, it yeah. through your Facebook. And because oh, we're I'm Facebook sure. friends. And then it, like, probably matches us with the same people. I thought you were talking, like, like, cosmically, not, like, oh, algorithmically. No. I think it's, like, much more algorithmic than it is cosmic. Yeah. Which, like, like, I mean, it also brings up the point where when you start to sort of, I don't know, put technology in the mix with people's interacting with each other and, like, potentially cultivating romantic relationships with each other that pool is probably so much more narrow because of the data points that are being used but what does that mean for like the future of courtship and will it all just you know like how much of that will be given over to like those kinds of systems of like finding the perfect match and finding people who are like within your pool of like-minded people based on the shit you do and the stuff you like online and just you know foster these like tiny pools yeah and it, it and it's it's funny like the way like apps and online and the internet yes it also bleeds over into real life because you know this this phenomenon this you know one degree of separation save of the dikes whatever you want activity the yes. chart um it's 2.0. Yeah, it's I mean it's in real life cuz like we go to, so we love Leah and I both love the Dyke March. Um it's like I honestly I like it better than my birthday. It's like my own gay Christmas. Same. It's like it's like my favorite holiday of the year. And not like gay pride is my favorite holiday. The, the Dyke, Dyke March, March specifically. My heart like, never swells like in my chest like it does on the day of the Dyke March. Yeah, like I am looking forward to that day every year. And what we and our friends do is, like, play a fun little game called How Many People Have You Fucked in This, in this Yeah, March? or, like, more specifically, whoever sees, the per- like, the person, a person they slept with first yeah. wins the game. Yeah. And it always we, we takes somebody, a, like, maybe a, a half an hour. It's probably the longest it has ever taken, if not 20 minutes. Yeah, and it's just, like... 
you know, you're, you're walking and you always, like, I always think to myself, like, I'm not going to win this. But then it's like, ding, ding, ding. I won a couple of years ago. You did. I won this year, I think. Yeah. You, you won like a couple of times, but did you really, yeah, did you I really win? I don't know if you would call that winning, <laughs> yeah. honestly. <laughs> and again, it's like. We're all here. <laughs> this is this is our yeah, life. This of is course. Our <laughs> but and, and like on the flip side, there's something. I mean, obviously, there's something like so beautiful about that. And also, that's just like being in a community and like seeing the same people like within that community. Yeah. I think it's just shocking because New York feels like such a big city and then the lesbian specific scene um is so concentrated yeah to the point where like it can feel like it's going extinct almost at times yeah and I also think it kind of just speaks to us and who we are as people and the kind of people we like 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 there um, there are tons of lesbians that do not go to the dyke march ever and don't want to and like I happen to be attracted to women that will probably go to the dike market. Yeah, you know what me I mean? too. Yeah, so for does sure. Kind of makes sense. It's not like, whoa, what a strange coincidence. It's like, right. okay, well, I mean, like, it's a I certain went to the kind dike of gal with my ex, so I'm not surprised of to course. see my ex. Of course, yeah. and you like, you were like-minded people at one point. Like, if you aren't still, but I think that stuff happens like in e- even on an even broader expanse and in like hyper concentrated instances, like the dike march. And cubbyhole, for example. Oh, we've had some funny cubbyhole experience. I mean, we've had like, tons of fun. Like same that- fifty die cubbyhole. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know. Oh wait, I have a crazy same fifty. Di- well, let me just like say this really quick before the thought leaves my mind. I was scrolling through Instagram maybe two months ago, and this girl I follow, who I went to high school with, whose sister, whatever. I'm just gonna say the story, and I'm not gonna say anyone's name. Whose sister was like married to a dude. Um, and then they got divorced and now she's marrying a woman and yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Um, but I, this girl had posted a photo of her sister and her sister's new spouse and like tagged their Instagrams. And I was like, damn, why does that girl and that Instagram handle look so familiar? That's crazy. I can't place it, but I knew it was from somewhere and I knew I was having like a same 50 Dykean deja vu moment. <laughs> like when like this... Dyke the, vu. Dyke vu. I was having such dyke vu. The feeling like was washing over me. And of course I had to find out. So I started doing a little background research and eventually realized that this woman I dated in New York like maybe two summers ago... Um, was best friends with this woman and the woman I was dating had recently moved to New York and the girl the other woman was like from Wisconsin or some shit and now <laughs> long story short and like I don't know this has become like far too confusing to follow but this girl I went to high school with in Rhode Island's older sister is now married to the best friend of this like random woman I dated in New York that that actually blows my mind me like, fucking that's- too that's like that like that doesn't make sense. Yes, that's like, like outside of like perhaps hyper concentrated, not even hyper concentrated, but more concentrated social circles like being a certain kind of dyke with certain kind of like political affiliations living in New York or Brooklyn. Like that is a very sort of like broad yeah, weird kind of connection. Talk about on like I feel like real talk about dovetailing with some 50 dykes is the fact that so many of my friends from Brooklyn or like 
that I met in Brooklyn and now live other places were originally from Texas. And I feel like there was a really weird, crazy Texas connection happening too. Like when I first moved here and just like people like falling into contact with each other randomly. For example, somebody told me that Amina ran into Courtney Andahar on a subway and like hadn't oh, seen Courtney since college. And like, that's how, sorry, it's like very inside baseball, but there's like <laughs> a lot of weird Texas. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because like, you know, knowing those, those, those Texans, those queer Texans. You yeah. Know, and I, like Austin is my, a queer ass My place. best friend lived in Austin. Like my best friend from Jersey lived in Austin for seven years and a number of my friends from Jersey live in Austin right now. It's like an exchange program. Yeah, And I think that right. just happens to have... I think it, it happens with a lot of cities. Like, I do... Yeah. Like, I'll, you know, my best friends have branched out. Like, we either live in, like, Portland or Austin. But those are all, like, hubs of a certain nature. Exa- yeah. Exactly. So, like... It's, it's like on, sister cities. On the one hand, it's like, that's a crazy coincidence. And then the other hand, It's like, not at well, all. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, so, you're all, okay. like, liberal people with, like, you know, certain jobs yeah, and certain, like, like, interests. Like, all my friends either are, like, in, like, the Bay Area. You know, it's like, it's like duh. Like, of, cor- of course we all live there. Of co- like, of course we all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay, I guess it kind of makes sense. But then there are those examples, like the one with my friend from high school, when it's just... When that you see it, like, trotted out on a wider scale, I think it's especially impressive. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, like... You know, like, even, like, at Cubby Hole, like, we've had that experience where, um... Oh, I was about to go on a date with this woman, and I was telling Jill about her and that, like, we were going to go on a date. I think maybe it was a Thursday, and we were going to go on a date on a Saturday. And then I turned my head, and she was walking in the door, and for some reason... I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea. Like I was just being, <laughs> I was like, being had, like, a weird moment of like, like panic where you're like, yeah, oh, what do I do? Ex- what do I do? Totally. And like, just, I don't know what, what prompted me to say this, but I was like, Jill, put your arm around me and pretend that you're my girlfriend. And she obliged, you know, as a, <laughs> any good friend will do. And the girl, the, I, the girl, I sh- we should say the woman, the woman, these yes. are adults, the grown woman, the grown woman, I mean, saw me and Jill and said something kind of in passing to me. And then that same night texted me to cancel the date. And I was like, that's my fucking game. Like, yeah, pre- quick, pretend you're my girlfriend. Like that, That'll make things better. But I, yeah, right. Exactly. I remember because I remember I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And so like I put my arm around you and whatever. And like I remember like this girl was kind of or this woman, excuse me. Yes. This woman was like kind of like glaring, not glaring at me, but like giving me like a look of like Oh yeah, so it's like that. Like, and I was just like, "Yes, like that." <laughs> She's mine. And uh, and then at, and then when she was leaving, like you said something to her. You guys were talking, and I just kind of like, like, "Oh, I'll text you." And I just kind of like put my hand out, like and, like gave her a firm you did, handshake. Like a dad handshake. Yeah, I was like, "Hi, Jill's the name." <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, so this woman and I had hooked up, I guess, many years prior and, like, whatever, had reconnected. I guess we didn't really reconnect. But she was also somebody who I won the Dyke March game with maybe around 2015. 
Oh yeah, I remember that. I, right? I remember I was that like, dyke march her, immediately. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that it was, was raining. Yes. Oh god, that it was dyke march. Poor. Oh was, god, that, that, that dyke was march. a dyke march. Yes. Oh man, I. Ugh. That was not my best dyke march. No, I don't think it was any of our best dyke <laughs> marches. But I mean, we've been improving so much on a year-over-year basis. Absolutely. This dyke march will look for us. We're gonna have a legit ass banner. If I have anything to do with it, we're gonna be throwing T-shirts into the crowd. <laughs> I actually had an interesting dyke march moment that wasn't with anyone I slept with, but well, I mean, I was there with my girlfriend at the time, but we, um, you know, like it ends in Washington Square Park and everyone's like, woo, like taking off their Dancing shirts and in, jumping like, in the, the fountain. fountain. Have you ever jumped in the fountain? No, like, I haven't. No, me neither. I'm always like, should I we don't, do it? No, I'm I afraid of like a disease. Though. And I feel like we have kind of started a tradition where we like go get Mexican food afterwards. Yeah. And like I don't want to be wet and cold like eating my quesadilla and drinking my Me neither. And (laughs) as you know, I often read the true crime section of People magazine and I'm always not that this is necessarily crime, but you know, I'm always coming upon like articles where some dude was at a water park in Texas and he got like some waterborne like bacteria in his ear and it ate his fucking brain. No, I think that is filled with disease. That's true. Yeah, it is riddled with disease. I don't want like C. diff. I appreciate like like, the gesture. No, absolutely Let some other dykes get that. Yeah, I'll be Um, drinking margaritas at El Cantonero. Exactly. But please don't blow up our spot because that's our thing. I know. I'm like, shh. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. I just kidding it's really somewhere else no we go to mcdonald's um (laughs) (laughs) next thank you next but anyway so the story i was saying was i was there with my my girlfriend at the time and we're in washington square park just like walking around feeling great and um as one does i mean i really i i'm never happier than i am it's yeah it's the greatest high folks and i bumped into someone uh that like like a colleague from work like like someone that like works for the same like overall company that I work for um but doesn't work in my building Uh uh-huh so like I didn't really know this person very well but I saw her and she saw me and it was like we're we're both at the dyke march so like (laughs) obviously we have to like know like say hey and like I had not known that she was queer Uh, I mean I don't know how she identifies but she was there with you know, she was at the Dyke March. I with, think it's with, safe know, with, enough with to assume. someone who I also was assuming was a Dyke. And so, like, she's there with her person. I'm there with, like, my girlfriend. And we were just like, hey! <laughs> it was like this, like, meeting of, like, the, like, oh, you, oh, you too. Fuck yeah. And it was like, it was really cool. And, Wait, um, she was a person you knew from work? Yeah, like very. I like, love that. That's yeah. my dream. It was like very like we like. I'm so jealous that you had that fucking we experience. We barely knew each other, but it was awesome. And uh, so again, like I just don't. I don't see this person very often. Don't interact with her. You very weren't often. like best friends after that moment. No, but like a year. This was I don't know. We we like I this I found this out this maybe 2000. 14 let's say okay. and um and then like uh, maybe a month ago you and I and our friends were at Cubby I was like Bowl. wait did I go on a date with her no well what happens that the person that she was at the dyke march with was at Cubby Hole and I think I mentioned something about T where I was like oh wait I know that person I've met that person and so it was just really funny because I wanted to be like 
are you guys still together? Did you break up? Like, like, cause I hadn't seen, you know, like yeah. I don't, I don't know any of these people. You want to know what? Like the more I think about this and hear you like tell stories about this and hear myself tell stories about this, the more I'm like, this probably doesn't happen. I mean, I can't speak to what goes on in a straight bar, but it's like, okay, for example, last night we were at Cubby Hole and I turned around and this girl I like had a crush on for a second and like we went on a date once at the Delaware. Oh, right, yeah. Was there like right behind me making out with another woman and it's just like it's so commonplace just to see somebody like with whom you have had a kind of a passionate fling or whatever and are now on at least speaking terms with just like popping up back everywhere it's kind of like a lot of gay churn (laughs) yeah and like you it's almost like lesbians like there's like the cliche of like oh like friends with your ex and blah 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 yeah i've never really been friends with an ex i'm I'm friends with people like i've made out with a couple of times but i don't know i it's hard to be friends with your ex i i sometimes admire people who can be and like it's something i've like thought was a flaw of my own that i couldn't be friends with like any person i've ever dated before but i don't know it just I guess it always seemed to me, and I'm not saying this is the case for everybody, like, clinging, A, like I was, like, clinging on too heavily to a piece of my past, but really, B, that the relationship had changed to such a degree that, like, it wasn't, I didn't even know what my relationship with this person was anymore. Yeah. So it's, and I've had ex exes try to get in touch with me and, like, you know be in each other's lives in some capacity and maybe I'm just the type of person who can and maybe you know that's a part of myself that can evolve but I've just you know yeah and I've I never been friends with an ex like the the flip side of this whole like connection thing is that like a lot of us don't have a choice like if you know we live in New York City and it's like a pretty big city even though it feels small but like I can't even imagine like if you live in like Nebraska oh my and, god like, I know you know like you have like so few gay women in your life, like, do you, I, do I even have a choice to cut off, you know, like, you know, like, there's, like, those, like, kind of rules where it's, like, don't date your friend's exes, and, like, don't date your friend, and, like, all this shit. You can't like, help it. But I would but, like, imagine, like, maybe, and I don't know, and I don't want, certainly don't want to speak on anybody's behalf, but maybe people just settle down more quickly, because you meet somebody and you're just like, and sometimes I think that's nice. So like, okay, here's the other side of that. Sometimes I think the prevalence of choice, A, that you think you have in New York City, and B, that you think you have using a dating app, and the way you can like really narrow down the perfect person for you yeah. is probably a problematic thing. Absolutely. Like say you live in a small Wait town. something better comes yeah, along. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like you like, live in a small town and there's like whatever, eight other queer people, and I... I don't know. I can't speak to this yeah. experience. And, like, I don't want to reduce it to that. But I think this also happens, like, with straight people and, like, across, like, the sexual identity experiences. Like, the smaller of a place you live in, the more disinclined you are, perhaps, to, like, appreciate or not appreciate what is in front of you. Yeah. I guess is, like, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, the notion of it being a small world, which I guess is what this episode is about, like you know, yeah, like, maybe we should just call world. it. It's, it's a, small a small world. world. It's I, a think, small I think. I think that we after all, it's a small world after um, all, and, and that's what we were tra- have been yeah. trying to access this whole time. So yeah, so like that can be great because it's like you know these friends that like you can connect with and like there there's like this there's a feeling of kinship that exists 
with people when it's like that, but it's also so dangerous and like a little scary because it's just like, oh man, like this person that I, like I didn't want to see again or like, oh you like you know like you you somehow know like my like what are they saying about me or what are they, you, you, they like you know. what I just found out last night. I mean, just to take it in a slightly different direction, but like my very first girlfriend was very close friend with my brother's current girlfriend. And you just when found they this went out. to high school together, and I just found this out like, last that's night. Insane. And we went to my brother and I went to different high schools than them. Yeah, my fucking head exploded. Yeah. Nikki is here and he's making a head exploding gesture. <laughs> and mine did too. And like when I say that, it sounds like an oversimplification kind of maybe of the situation, but I don't want to go too deeply into it. But to me, it was just like a crazy coincidence. Mind. Yeah. Absolutely. And another instance where like this connection is happening beyond like a hyper concentrated social circle and like outside of like the parameters of New York City, yeah. you know? So, but again, in Rhode Island, which is, like, so small unto itself. So, I'm sure everyone has their own stories about this stuff. Oh, my God. And what I think is really cool, and also a little scary, is the fact that, like, I think about, like, how many people that listen to this have some weird, like, First, second, third degree of separation for me. And like, what is that? Dyke, <laughs> oh, those dyke javu moments. Yeah. Like, what, like, like, are we just all on this big chart in Alice Piazeki's like, living room? Which, like, I, I, when I move, I just want to get a whiteboard and, like, and have my own and then have someone walk <laughs> in and be like, <gasps> you know, or like, oh like, my god, like, no! Like, but you remember know, like when, when like the military on, shook down oh, the house? That oh, see, was really I was thinking bad. The opposite, where like when Bet cheats on Tina and she like is crying and comes over and like writes like yeah. a squiggly line like between Bet and Candace. Like, like, like this is gonna be my new decor. Uh, so yeah, I hope I hope you. This this episode has helped all y'all think about these. I mean, sometimes yeah. you don't want to think about yeah, these. So in that case, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I think it's just always really interesting food for thought. And no matter what social circle or what circle you run in, I think you're always coming up against these like instances of connection that like kind of both reinforce and refute who you are and like yeah. who you think yourself to be. And it's just a really interesting way of the world reminding you that there are forces perhaps like a little bit bigger than yourself at play that are bringing you together with people in ways that you might not expect. Yeah, like it's a big world out there, but there's like all this possibility. There's all this possibility. And if you have any particularly crazy stories and you want to share them with us, we'd love to hear about them. Yeah, and with your permission, Instagram. yeah, Hit us up on Instagram. Um, we'll reshare your same 50 dikes. It's a small world. One degree of separation. We're, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. To. And you know what? Lesbians are miracles. miracles.